The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. If you're in business, you probably know that the best form of advertising is word of mouth or referrals. What you probably don't know is that for you to engage a prospective customer from a referral, your referee has had to have talked about you to at least seven people before one might take action. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. Thanks for listening. I'm really excited to be bringing you the show and guests from the USA. Today's guest, Nicholas St. John, is a marketing strategist who specialises in developing high-quality referral business. Located in Kansas, Nicholas identified the missing link in most referral processes, and as a result, he's developed 21st century tools that make it easy for your advocates to connect a prospect to you and ensure that your message gets to them to increase the chances of them doing business with you. Nicholas is a huge fan of the net-weaving philosophy of the law of reciprocity, meaning the more you refer people, the more people will refer you. Welcome, Nicholas. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Shirley, for having me. It's a pleasure. So, Nicholas, let's talk about referrals. What's your definition of a referral and some other key terms people will find on your website like advocate and champion? Well, you know, Shirley, Every, while everybody wants referrals, uh, almost no one has a plan, and, and we, we, we throw those terms out kind of loosely, and it can be anything from what some term is a recommendation. So maybe you are, you're talking to your friend, Joe, and you have a friend in the automotive business that you trust them as a, as a uh, mechanic, mm-hmm. and so you just, Joe mentioned something and uh, about his car. I, and I tell, hey Joe, you should go see my guys over at, at AutoSmart. Mm-hmm. And that's all I. That's that's just a referral. Now that could be a referral, but it's more like a recommendation. A real referral from someone who's active, like an advocate, and even one step beyond that as a champion, would be where I actually know the owner of AutoSmart, say, and I've got his personal number, his office number. Mm-hmm. I call him up, and I say, Joe, I've got. Sam on the phone, let me introduce you to him. I hand Joe the phone and I introduce the two of them. Now that's a high quality referral because now not only has it come to them from a, a third party that's building trust for the person they're going to, but I've now personally connected two people to do business with each other. I love it. I love it, and that that is really taking action, isn't it? If you're making the call and then handing the phone over, I can imagine. Now that, 
people would yeah, be really shocked. And and that's ideal. Now, very 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 few people actually do that. And so what we defined was a couple of different levels of people who could be advocates for you. Now, some people call them evangelists. Uh, some people call them referral agents. Uh, some people call them, you know, there's all kinds of things. But an advocate is, imagine turning your customers into someone who knows, likes, and trusts you and is willing to tell someone they know uh, about you and then can introduce you to uh, them to you. Now that's just, you know, in everyday living we run into people all the time and we as people want to know who do our friends use? You know, if you've got a favorite pizza shop or you have a, a chiropractor you use or uh, an auto, uh, automotive guy or a dealer or something like that that you need, you'd like to have input. Mm. Well, we found out that statistically 85% of the people who are your customers have a propensity to to advocate for you if you'll just ask, but most people don't. Only 15% of people ever ask for a referral. Oh, that's a really important point for our listeners there. So listeners, did you get that? If you're in business there, what Nicholas is saying, that only 15% of you will actually ask your customers, your advocates, to make those referrals. Is that right? That's exactly right. Now, those are statistics, and again, they're different in different industries, but statistically across the board, 80, only 15% will ask, and uh, and of those, if, they, if their customers are satisfied, 85% of those are willing to give you a referral. Now, the problem is that when you hit that uh, 15 of the people that are doing 15%, 90% of those ask at the wrong time. <laughs> now, in other words, they ask when it's awkward. And so if you want to, how do I know when it's right to ask? If it's awkward to you, I'll tell you right now, that's not the right time to ask. <laughs> so how do you, what is the right time to ask? Well, first it comes from, uh, on my website I talk about a mindset. It starts from the very uh, top of, of a business, an owner, uh, the CEO, whatever, and it becomes a mindset that goes through the entire organization, your customer service reps and your uh, sales reps. Now most sales reps are taught to ask for a referral as soon as they get someone to sign on the dotted line. Mm -hmm. My question is this, has that person experienced the value that they have now exchanged dollars for something, a product or a service from you? Have they experienced that yet? Oh, that's a and good question. The answer question. is no. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question because I know in a lot of industries with the sales, they, they do teach that. Um, sign up, here, sign here and press hard. <laughs> oh, and by the way, who's your referral for me? Right. And that's not the right time to ask. You have not deserved even the right to ask yet for a for little loan earned one. Now, there are industries like real estate agents um, mortgage loan origination officers who have a lot of interaction over several days, weeks, and sometimes months with that client and so they can build a really great rapport and as long as that person is feeling good about your servicing to them, then they there could be an ask for before you even close a deal. So while you're a real estate agent and you've walked them through the process even before they've signed and taken possession of their home, 
you may have already developed such a great rapport with them that you could ask, but you have to ask in the right way, and you can ask way before they take possession at home or sign uh, all the papers. Mm-hmm. So it's learning when to ask. I love that. And and just going back to your other point there about making the introduction, we're staying with some friends in Rochester at the moment and um, and I was in need of a hairdresser and I commented on my host and I said, oh, wow, I really like your hair. She just had it done and she said, yes, and Sandy did it for me. And I said, well, do you think that she might be able to do do my hair? Next thing, bang, she's on the phone, she's made the appointment and um, we've had the haircut. Ross has had his haircut and, and it's great. And I didn't have to go anywhere, look it up or do anything, just turn up. And in doing that, you immediately, when you went in there, you already had a certain level of trust built in with that new hairdresser, even though you'd never had anything, you'd never uh, talked to anybody else about their business, you didn't research them out, you didn't look at all their reviews online, Mm-mm. you already had a level of trust. And the interesting thing about that, truly, is that people who are referred to somebody else have a tendency to buy more, the cl- deals are closed quicker and easier, and the key is that they are more likely to refer someone else to that same business. Mm. How much more valuable is that to a business rather than someone coming in off of an ad off a TV or radio or a billboard? Yeah, yeah, I, I really get your point. And for for women especially, uh, going to a new hairdresser, I mean, you don't want to get hit with the ugly stick and uh, come out and go, oh, my God, because it's too late. <laughs> so, you know, it was a big risk. Well, and, you know, the joke among men is, what's the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut? And the answer is three weeks, right, for guys. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) So So, we made some really good points there. You were talking about the mindset and you were talking about whether the person's experienced the value and the timing of when you actually ask for the referral and then when you are actually referred that people will actually buy more they're easier to close the deal and quicker and likely to refer someone else. I love it. Yeah, and all this stuff, you know, we want them. And interestingly enough, we get bombarded with people wanting to sell us advertising. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that never made sense to me, surely was the most cost-effective way to get new customers in my door is from word-of-mouth referral. Mm-hmm. And yet I spend almost no time and energy developing a campaign and a conscious effort and a plan to build people who know, like, and trust me so that they can refer. Imagine what your business would be like if you had five people who were customers or family and friends who know, like, and trust you to send people that they know to your business once a month. What would that do? for your business. In most businesses, it would be a huge, it's, it's the difference between having a 10% profit margin and a 20% profit margin. Mm. Just from having five advocates that can send you someone once a month. Mm-hmm. But we don't spend the time developing it. And so that's why I put redhotreferrals.com together. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's other issues which we'll get into uh, later about what are the tools? How do we get an advocate to communicate effectively? But a champion, uh, you know, we kind of covered advocates, and those are people who satisfied with your 
your uh, services and products, and they'll, if you, they were asked, would give you a referral, and that's called passive. So if you were sitting down with them then and asked them, who do you know, they could give you a name or two. Now, active referrals are, are more what you get from champions. Now, these are people that you develop special relationships with, and you actually spend time with them. So you go to, you go have coffee with them, you go have lunch with them. Uh, you become really good friends with them, so they not they don't just know, like, and trust you. They know, love, and really trust you, <laughs> because referring someone is a it can be a uh, uh, a risky business. There's nothing worse than I've done this and I've regretted it. I've sent someone to someone to do business with, and they got treated horribly. Mm -hmm. And so, I that tr trust got broken. You need that. And one of the things that getting a really good referral system does is it makes you hone your message. You need to figure out what it is that sets you apart. We call it the unique selling proposition, um, and mm -hmm. what what distinguishes you from all the rest. And then you need to develop an memorable emotional experience in the process. And those, if you haven't, uh, we, we promote and recommend everyone who's in business get the book Raving Fans. Are you familiar with that, Shirley? I've heard it. I haven't read it. It is a uh, uh, an experience-altering book when you get this and you read these stories of how people creatively decided to put something special in their reaction, uh, uh, their interaction with their customers and their clients. And uh, and it takes some creativity to do that. But we know people buy off an emotional. We buy what we want, not necessarily what we need. Well, if I want something, there has to be, something has to push me over the edge emotionally that I take the step and I exchange uh, money for services or money for a product mm -hmm. and so that experience is what will get them to talk more about it to their friends their neighbors their family and their co-workers fantastic okay well let's have a quick break and listeners stay with us because when we come back we're going to get into more about referral and how you can use that to build your business stay with us we'll be right back We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover BusinessFreedomFighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret 
is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. Well, are you sitting in your business either feeling pretty happy with yourself or perhaps you're a little bit red-faced? We've been talking today with marketing strategist Nicholas St. John and we're talking about referrals and having campaigns around that. Now, this is really important because what most of us do is that we hope and hope, remember, is not a strategy. We hope our customers are happy with us and that if they are, then they might tell someone But what Nicholas has shown us today is that generally, even if they do tell someone, people aren't necessarily going to take the action to give you a call. So Nicholas, we've been talking a little bit before we mentioned about net weaving and the law of reciprocity. So tell us a little bit more about that, please. Well, if in the U.S. and I guess it's I think it's international, uh, a lot of people are familiar with an organization called. Business Networking International, BNI. Yes, I remember myself. Okay, and these guys really have figured out this whole referral idea and what it takes to get some pretty good referrals, and they've been very successful. I know a lot of people, we've got a chapter here in, uh, in Wichita, it looks like they're going to have, I think, close to $5 million this year in referred business mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. That is a phenomenal success rate. And in it, uh, everyone knows, and they, and they do teaching classes and, and coaching uh, about how to get referrals. And one of their big things is the more people that you refer to others in the group, the more those people will refer people to you. And so that's the law of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Now, net weaving uh, is a term coined by uh, a, a guy I've become good friends with, Bob Littell, who has net weave, who has a number of books on net weaving, the heart and art of net weaving, and then he's coming out with a new one called R and R, which is the uh, the the how how referable and recommendable are you? And so he has an R and R quotient or something to that to that effect. So I started working with him, and I've been a connector all of my life. Uh, and there are people that you know that are just like that, mm-hmm. uh, naturally. They just seem to know a lot of people. And those people uh, have a huge system of what's called networks. Now, we go to networking events, and typically they're shallow. I've always felt uncomfortable going to them because uh, it felt like I just needed to run between person to person to person to person, as many as I could get to in that event hoping I could find one of them or two of them that could be my new customer. Mm-hmm. That's not that's the opposite of what net weaving is. Net weaving comes in with the idea, we have an entire events, I'm starting a 
network, uh, a NetWeaving meetup group uh, here in Wichita, and we're actually going to broadcast that using uh, the YouTube live events and Facebook and uh, Periscope, so people around the country will be able to tune in to these events. But you, what you do is you go in with a different mindset. We all have a series of res uh, a whole host of resources, people that we know, uh, and and they're in business. Uh, they're friends, they're, they could be a customer, they could be someone that's knowledgeable in a particular area of business that somebody else needs to make their business more effective or maybe get unstuck. A lot of businesses today are stuck. And so instead of going into a meeting saying, who can I meet that can be my customer, you go in with the whole different thing and that is you go in and see who you can meet what you can learn about their business, what they need the most, and then you search your databanks, your network of resources to see who you can introduce to them to help them out with the idea that it's not no strings attached. I'm not going to do this. It's none of this I scratch your back, you scratch mine type of thing. I do this for you. You'll do something for me. That's not net weaving. It's strictly going in and going, who can I help? Oh, I now, there's it. a lot. There's a lot of talk about, uh, you know, and, and one of the famous sayings from our current president is, "You didn't build that." Now, I think he meant it differently than what we in business mean hmm. mean it because uh, when we say we don't build it, I didn't build it myself. Look, that CEO, that visionary, that entrepreneur, he is building it himself, but he gets resources brought to him or he finds resources that can help build it together. And we do need each other in the in our enterprises. Anyone trying to do this alone, I'm telling you, you are doomed for failure. You cannot do this alone. You have to have relationships and people that you work with. And net weaving is the mechanism that gets people in front of you and you in front of people. And the more you do that, it's, it's, I can't tell you, I just had a, a set up a meeting with a guy the other day uh, who has, uh, he's doing some things in, in marketing and, and I was working with some other guys who were doing advertising and, and working with a number of customers. I thought, these guys would be great together. So I got them together and they spent like three hours mm -hmm. talking about two different businesses and there's going to be some really great stuff coming out of that. I can't tell you how good it is to feel. Now, I may never get any business from either one of those. But it's not. That's not what it's about. That's that's what we is a kind of a mindset that changes in a paradigm shift in the net weaving. So going in, going who do I you know who can I meet and what resources do I have that can help them? Now that's a lot of reciprocity. You do that, and it and so you know what Bob calls it is what goes around comes back around. Mm -hmm. But it may not be the person you helped. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and very very similar to the law of attraction and abundance, isn't it? Whether you've got a scarcity mentality or an abundance mentality. That's yeah, exactly right. And then others call it the spirit of cooperation. Uh, you know that you're on a, on a a ladder and you reach down and help pull someone up to your level, and by doing that, someone above you is going to reach down and help pull you up to the next level hmm. as well. So it is where we all work together. So this netweaving thing is is very interesting. Uh, mindset and and so in, well you still go to networking events if you can learn about net weaving uh, it it pays dividends way better than just trying to find that next customer and sometimes truly um, someone may have 
uh, they may be fishing in a pond that's only got three fish in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, if there's 30 fishermen there and there's only three fish in that pond, what you don't need is figure out how to get one of those fish. What you need is someone who can take you to a different pond where there are fewer fish, uh, fishermen, and more fish. Oh, I love so, it. So it may be a marketing strategist that is more valuable than the next customer. Yes, yeah, and uh, we have a TV show called Empowered Business TV and soon to be a channel called Biz Life. And when we were in New York just recently, I interviewed Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl, and at the end of it, she said, oh, you know, that was wonderful. And are you looking for more people to interview? And, you know, of course, we're, we're always looking for people to interview. And straight away, she got out her iPhone or her uh, smartphone of some sort. Next minute, here goes the emails. Here's this person, this person, this person, and did a virtual introduction. And since then, I've been able to connect with them. And that's certainly an example of net weaving where... Nothing in it for her, but everything for, for me and the viewers. And that's exactly right. I tell uh, uh, I tell a joke about a guy named Bubba, and uh, Bubba is a guy that uh, I claim to have met back years ago. Um, I'm an avid tennis player and uh, played world team tennis, played league in the Navy. Uh, my girlfriend was number two in the Navy. And so very avid, very uh, big fan. I watch all the big slam events. And, uh, and we were playing uh, at a club in, in Long Beach, California. Mm -hmm. And we met this guy named Bubba. And Bubba seemed to know everybody. I mean, it didn't make a difference who walked into this club. Everyone knew Bubba. Mm -hmm. And he, he boasted about knowing everybody. I mean, he talked stories about knowing uh, Ronald Reagan and, and uh, you know, dignitaries and uh, Margaret Thatcher and Paul Newman and, you know, people in, in big bands and, and, you know, all these different politicians. Well, one day he boasted that he knew uh, the Pope. Well, a bunch of us said, dude, there's, <laughs> there's no way. I mean, this isn't a guy that's not running around you can just bump into and get to know, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, he claimed that he did know the Pope. And uh, so we challenged him. He said, fine, we'll take my private jet and we'll, we'll go over to, to Vatican City and I'll prove I know <laughs> the Pope. So who's going to turn down a, a flight like that, right? Mm -hmm. Private jet going to Rome? And uh, so we get over there and we go to the square and he says, you know, uh, I'll go through that door and a few minutes later I'll, the Pope and I will come to the, the balcony and we'll wave down to you. You see that I, I do in fact know the Pope. And we're going, yeah, right. Sure enough, he just disappeared behind the door. A few minutes later he comes up and he's waving down to us with the Pope. <laughs> we are just blown away. This guy knows the Pope. I thought, how in the heck did this guy know the Pope? What really got us was that a couple nuns were walking by and they're waving. And uh, I heard, overheard one of them say to the other, he says, who's that with Bubba? Ah! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Bubba is a guy, we all have Bubbas in our sphere of influence somewhere. Now, you may not know all 7 billion people on the planet like Bubba did, but they know, they're well connected. They seem to know everybody. Mm -hmm. And they have with them a host of resources that can be extremely valuable. And so that's why getting to know those guys, those kind of people, and getting developing that relationship where they know, love, and trust you, that when you they send someone to you, that you're going to treat them with, you know, just 
golden so that they have a great experience and so they're not going to be uh, no trust broken, they're not going to be ashamed of sending somebody to you. And you need to identify in your business, who are some people that you know? And, and you may have, you may know them as an acquaintance, but you haven't spent enough time with your customers or clients to know, hey, here's a Bubba. Mm. I need to really put some effort towards getting to know Bubba. Okay. Well, with that, let's take a break. Audience, I want you to put your thinking caps on and think about who's your Bubba or more in your business. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. So did you put your thinking cap on? Did you work out who your bubba is? Who's the person that is well-connected that you may or may not have a good, big, long relationship with? So if you did identify a bubba, then, Nicholas, what do we do now? Well, and one of the things I identified when I was putting together the Red Hot Referrals program is that cultivating these relationships is key. Uh, A lot of people think that today, because we have technology, you don't have to – it's the – interpersonal relationship building skills, you don't need them anymore. Now, there are some social media groups, uh, you know, you can do things on Yelp and you can post on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat, all those things that can help. And and, and we, we 
encourage everyone to use those by your advocates and your champions and your customers, but it still comes down to building a relationship uh, with those people. Now, you don't need to spend a lot of time developing them, but something as simple as taking someone uh, to, a, to go get a cup of coffee. And what was interesting, I was talking to a guy and I said, you know, why don't you take three or four of your guys uh, that you know that you'd like to develop this relationship with uh, out for a cup of coffee at a Starbucks? And uh, I said, it's probably going to cost you 10, 12 bucks. And uh, it's funny, the guy says, I have to spend 10 or 12 bucks to do this? And I, I was just flabbergasted <laughs> because each customer is worth about $500 to this guy. <laughs> and he's arguing over whether to spend $12 to cultivate a relationship with an advocate to bring him a $500 valued customer. Uh, you know, and, and it, it's so sometimes we're our own worst enemies here. <laughs> if we give him a miss. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, uh, and so, listen, it's going it, to, there is going to be some time, energy, and money that you invest, but keep in mind, you're investing in them so they know, like, and trust you so they can bring you customers. Mm -hmm. That's a very good, worthwhile trade, believe me. Uh, some people, I know I have a, a customer that uh, uh, has brought me a $30,000 deal. Mm -hmm. Listen, I don't take those guys out for coffee or a lunch. <laughs> I take them to a place like Chester's where we spend two, $250, $300 for a meal for me and him and his wife. Uh, <laughs> that's a thank you gift for someone who brings you that kind of a customer. Yes. And, and just on that, what's your idea about people's expectations too of being rewarded and taken out? Well, there's, there's a, we talk about incentives, and incentives, every industry is different. Sometimes you can ask for an incentive, and I know a guy who asks, you know, if you'll enter someone's uh, name on our website, name and number, um, and you enter five, we will give you a $25 gift certificate or gift card. The problem is that those types of referrals, a lot of time, on a scale of one to ten, one being very skeptical, skeptical about who you are and what, why they were even contacted and probably won't do business with you to a tenth of being someone who got someone on the phone, connected you, and you do business with them. Those types of referrals, when you get that kind of an incentive program, can be very, very low quality. Mm -hmm. So they may be a one or a two. And so you can spend a lot of time working with ones and twos and threes that don't ever pay off. And so they're not high enough quality referral that you want to spend a lot of time. So you have to test uh, an incentive program. And again, all the industries are different, so there's not a standard one works, it's okay in this and another one not in other places. A lot of times you can get an incentive if you're in a, a service industry where you won't have to, it doesn't cost you anything, so you may say, you know, we'll give you uh, another, one visit for free if you uh, refer five people to us or something like that. So there's not a, a cost, but again, working with those people, figuring out, is this trade-off worth it? And, uh, and some people, believe it or not, especially in the net weaving aspect of it, we have a tendency to think uh, that it's going to take, someone has to be an incentivized to bring someone to us. For people who really know, like, and trust us, who are advocates and champions, a lot of times they're just satisfied with being part of something bigger than themselves. Mm, mm. And, and that's and so, been my experience too, that, uh, that your advocates and your champions are happy to do the referral because of that, not because of the incentive. 
And that's not to say that you don't want to have an instant or a reward or a bonus for them for doing that, because then they're then then they feel like they're not appreciated. Yes. You know, you're just taking from them. So you know, if someone does bring you a number of clients. Do something very nice for them, maybe something for their anniversary or you know a limousine ride for them on on their night out for their celebration or anniversary. I mean there's some things you can do, especially if you're in high ticket uh, type pro uh, services and products where doing something that's uh you know can be uh, like I say a, a limousine ride. I don't know if you've ever taken limousine rides, but they are a great gift to give somebody because you just feel so special when they come and the guy opens the door for you and you're sitting in there and there's champagne and you know you're just pampered and mm -hmm. uh, they come in they drop you off you go to dinner and when you walk out the door the guy is watching and as soon as you come out the door he's on his way over to pick you up by the time you get to the sidewalk I mean it's just a great great gift to give so there's all kinds of things you can do and again you can give smaller gifts I mean a lot of times the limousine service will be a hundred hundred fifty two hundred dollars a lot of times but if you're again in a high enough quality uh, high enough profitable business that may you know things like that are really great as an incentive mm. and, and so we really are talking here about cultivating these relationships aren't we you know it's not just a one-way street where you give and I take well, that's exactly right. And so as you cultivate those relationships, one of the things that most business owners don't have is time. And while you should be able to, I mean, everyone takes lunch, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so being able to go out and get a cup of coffee, uh, things like that, that shouldn't uh, really disrupt your business that much. Uh, maybe a lunch with one or two uh, uh, of your customers is a good thing to do. Or maybe have them come to your office and just spend some time with them that way as well. So they get to know you more personally, know more about what drives you, why are you in this business, uh, and so that they can start relating to your story. There's a reason Apple is so successful. It's because it's their story. Mm -hmm. You know, Microsoft sells software. Apple sells a future, a dream, a story. And so when you when you develop your relationship with your advocates and champions, relate your story because they'll start telling that story to their friends, neighbors, and relatives. Okay, so that's uh, one of the things to cultivate. The other thing is that we use uh, uh, one of the nice things we're getting out of this. You know, when was the last time you got a letter? You know, almost the only mail I get anymore is junk mail. Mm -hmm. And bills, <laughs> bills, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, there's an organization called Send Out Cards. Now I don't know if you've heard of it. Most of the BNI people, yes. uh, most chapters have a have a Send Out Cards rep in their uh, groups because you know it's a, it's a great business. Mm -hmm. Now I started analyzing it, and what's nice is uh, that these cards are really, when it comes down to it, they're dirt cheap. They're high-quality cards. I don't know if you've gotten one or not, uh, but they're high-quality cards, uh, and you can even do your you can do handwriting. They'll analyze your handwriting, and they'll actually when you print something out, they'll actually take your handwriting and customize it to the letters that they print on that card, and so it's highly customizable. But here's the kicker: a two two-sided you know a card, a two-fold card. Is a dollar forty-six a card for something high quality? You couldn't buy a card of that quality at the grocery store or a uh, you know a Hallmark place for less than three or four or five dollars. Mm, and the rest. 
and and you have to yeah and you have to write it and mm -hmm. you know come up with a message and all that stuff. So uh, I'm working with a guy, uh, Bob Cates, who has no more cold calling and the ultimate referral system, and he's developed about a dozen um, a twelve card or more campaigns uh, that are customized to an industry. So he's got them for insurance, he's got them for real estate, and he's got them for you know all kinds of different industries, and they're high quality cards with good. Uh, messages on the or uh, good images on the front, a great message. And Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Successful People talks about how we're we really in America and probably around the world we start with this kind of almost a bankruptcy, emotional bankruptcy set. He says that in order to ask for something from another person, you need to deposit into them three times. Mm -hmm. So if you had an emotional bank, you deposit into them three times, and then you have earned the right to a ask for a referral. So what Bob Cates has done is he set this up, and he goes through, and he uh, has these cards designed. So there's three cards of value to your customers. Mm -hmm. So let's say it's uh, let's say you're you, you own a um, a gardening shop or, you know, shrubs and plants and all that stuff. So three of them are going to say, you know, here's the season, here's the best time to plant, you know, petunias, here's the best time, you know, do this and you'll get rid of grub worms or, you know, something of value. And then the fourth one is a time to go back over what your ideal customer is, which we help you help identify your ideal customer, and then three or two or three what's called keywords or trigger words. And so you refresh them on that, and then you ask, who do you know that you've run into in the last couple of weeks that is, and then do the trigger words again. And they will go, oh, I was just talking to Sally that has that need. And so then they call your office and they go, hey, call Sally. She was just mentioned that she needed something like what you're doing. And that comes back to that point that you made earlier, and that is that you really do have to know uh, what it is that you're providing and what your unique selling proposition is, your USP, because you've, you've got to be able to give that information to people if they're going to have those key words. And so what I took away from that then, Nicholas, was this uh, importance of cultivating relationships with people and you mentioned about relating your story so that people can refer that and I remember uh, one of the ladies' leadership retreats that I've been involved with is called Amazing and it's spelled A-M-A-S-S-I-N-G and the reason for that is because the lady who founded it is Mexican and she can't say Amazing. And yeah, and here's this little story, this little hook that becomes memorable. And you were saying that you know, uh, relate to the story and then telling your story so others can. And then looking at your campaigns, and particularly with things like um, send out cards and um, uh, making sure that you deposit three times into somebody's emotional bank account. We're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to look at some tools that you've developed to help connect advocates more easily um, to help uh, get the prospects to you in the business. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover BusinessFreedomFighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And welcome back. Wow. Have you been listening and thinking about your business and your customers and your advocates and who your champions are and whether you have a referral campaign and whether you have a call to action? Because now's the time where Nicholas is going to share some of the tools that he's developed that can help connect advocates more easily and connect prospects to your business. So tell us a little about these tools, please, Nicholas. All right. Uh, <clears throat> all of this stuff is listed on our website, redhotreferrals.com, and referrals are with a Z, so it's redhotreferrals.com. But we go through on there, and there's a there's a plan, there's the technologies. One of the things that that I notified noticed was I've referred a lot of people, and only to find out that like the statistics, one in seven ever gets there. Mm-hmm. And so I started wondering, what is it that's missing? And typically, you'll be talking to someone, they'll mention a trigger word for someone that I know that I advocate for. And so I just go, oh, why don't you call, uh, you know, Jim, uh, he can help you. And, but I don't have Jim's, I don't carry Jim's card with me. I don't carry his flyers with me. Uh, And so I tell him Jim, I tell him the name of the business. Now I've just dumped onto a prospect all of the work necessary to connect with someone that I trust. Mm Mm-hmm, yes. And so there's going to be a lot more work. They're invariably not going to do that. They're not going to look them up unless their pain level is so high that they go, I, you know, I don't even know where else to turn. I will just go do that. They may call you back and say, what was Jim's name and where can I find him? Okay. But normally it just it gets there and it gets lost. Mm-hmm. The other aspect is that maybe I have Jim's information on my phone. And so 
uh, I, I get Jim's phone number out and I give it to them and they put it in their phone. Now something has to remind them later to call and talk to Jim. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to get lost. They, won't, they didn't put down the, the uh, Jim's full name or they didn't put down the, the, uh, the business, the name, or an address or anything. You just have his phone number. They don't remember who it was you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, we've disconnected. So, one of the things I figured out almost all of us have anymore is a smartphone. Mm -hmm. So, we always have it with us. So, for those people that I advocate for, uh, I have a smartphone, and I could just give them a phone number. Again, we've already established that that's, that's going to be lost most times. So, instead, what I developed was what's called a short code for text messaging. So we all have smartphones that can do text messages, and we text people all the time. All a short code is is one or two words to a five or six-digit number. So instead of um, you know messaging, surely I'll be there in five minutes. I just go text red hot to eight two eight eight eight, and so they would open up their messaging. They put in the number eight two eight eight eight, and they would put in the message bot. The body message would be the words red hot. And they would hit send send that off. The system acknowledges it, then sends back another message of an introduction now to that person. What we did there was uh, you have just obtained a phone number in that returned message. Now, surely, invariably, owners know more about their business than their advocates and their champions do, right? Mm -hmm. We've even found that people have torpedo deals that were trying to help mm -hmm. because they didn't know as much as they should and they just confused somebody. Yes, yes. So instead, we have this thing where uh, we have this recorded message and recorded message being your voice where you get a chance for anything between 30 seconds and, and I know a guy who's done 12-minute messages. Now, those are long and not everybody can do those, but it's as long as you want. And so here's an owner's opportunity. So if, let's let's imagine that um, you're a business owner. I have a friend, uh, Jan, and I'm going. Uh, so I bring Jan to you, and you're standing face to face with Jan. And so surely you're going to tell Jan what your business is and why it would be beneficial for them to do business with you. Mm -hmm. We take that message and you record it, and we now put it out on the uh, out in the in the you know, ether world of the internet. Mm -hmm. And so they get a text message back. They can click on that phone number and listen to a firsthand message directly from the owner who can explain better what they do, who they are, and why you should do business with them than any advocate ever can. Mm -hmm. So you see the benefit of being able to do that. The other thing is that in today's society, we're moving away from this face-to-face -face thing. You'll see the kids today, They can you put them face-to-face, -face, they can hardly talk. They'll stand in front of each other and text each other. I know, I've seen that. That's weird. <laughs> but that's really, that's permeating because there's a level of distrust that is kind of growing. And so what we do is having that uh, distrust, we still want the information and we want to build trust. And when we finally build it enough, then we'll do the face-to-face -face stuff. And so that's what this system does. And so instead of someone just saying, you should talk to Jim, uh, we do this text message, they get the phone message, they may or may not listen to it then, probably mm -hmm. won't because you're still talking, right? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, we're going to send them another message to remind them to listen to that message again. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Now they've been touched twice. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, we may say, hey, visit our website. You can learn more about what we do. So all these stages are multiple modalities of the way you can interact with someone without it being threatening. It's a low threshold of threatening. You don't want to get someone on the phone and they, they embarrass you or they paint you into a corner. You have to say no. No one likes that. And so here's a chance to extend that that's in a non-threatening way that builds trust before they finally call you and then do it. The other thing is, in our message, every time they make that phone call, we capture the the phone number and we text it directly to the business owner. So instead of one out of seven, we just change that to seven out of seven. Always follow up with them. Now, you don't want to do that immediately. In some cases, you might. If they don't, the, the opening st- statement always is, at any time during this message, press 1 to leave a message or press 0 to be connected directly to our office. Mm-hmm. And it's usually personalized to you know, just speak to Nicholas St. John. Mm-hmm. And that's set up for certain hours that maybe you want your phone, you don't want to answer a phone, so it, it reverts back to a message. But either way, whether they left a message, they were forwarded to you, Either way, you have their their phone number, and you can call and follow up in a non-threatening way. Hey, we noticed you're out on our website or are uh, listening to our recorded message. Uh, this is Nicholas. Want to see? Is there anything I might be able to help you with? Mm-hmm. And they go, no, not right now. It's, there's no pressure. There's no, uh, you know, nothing that can be uh, should be negative or or uh, on the defense. And you just, they say yes or no, and you go, okay, great, thanks. Uh, keep us in mind. And you go on, but you can touch them on a number of ways for you know through several days to even a week later and two weeks later and a month that you just kind of a refresher memory thing. And the interesting thing about uh, text messages is that like emails were in their early 2000 uh, time frame. Listen, I used to have my ding or set, so when I got an email, I went, "Oh, I'm important. Someone sent me an email." <laughs> right? Well, now I get 500 emails a day. I don't read most of them. Yes. Okay, so that's dropped. Even though I want some people, I can't. You know, I can't talk to them. So this text messages still get opened at a 98% rate. So this is a new method that you can reach potential customers. That's way easier to do. Wow, I love it. So if people want to know more about this technology, so what we've done today is we've looked at the importance of referrals and really a key message for me is to actually have a campaign. You know, it's it's be, we can't just hope that people will mention us because, as you've said, even if they do mention us, then nothing happens generally from that. They just feel good because they've mentioned it. Um, and then, of course, to have the campaign and then to be able to automate it with some of your technologies. And so your website, again, was Red Hot Referrals with, I'm going to say a Z because I can, <laughs> a Z or a Z dot com. And uh, anyway, look, that was really interesting today, Nicholas, and so educational. So listeners, I'm sure that your neurons have been binging off all over the place thinking about your business, your customers, your advocates and what you can do. We're out of time. You've been listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm your host, Shirley Dalton, and we've been talking to marketing strategist and creator of the Red Hot Referrals Program, Nicholas St. John. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next week, how about making a list of your top 10 advocates for your business and following Nicholas's recommendations so you can grow your business and continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. 
Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.